You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I think we're on episode four right now. It's actually really crazy to process, you guys, that we're here and we're, we're still doing this and we're still going strong and I'm even staying consistent. My OGs know that I say I'm going to be consistent with YouTube like every day and it has yet to happen. But here we are four weeks in a row on a Monday every morning and I am so happy about it. You guys, I'm finally home from my road trip. It was a whole whirlwind of a road trip. If you guys listened to the last episode, you know a little bit about kind of what went down, but not too much. I still want to record that episode of everything that happened, but I still have some logistical stuff to figure out and handle and process my emotions a little bit more, but that is coming. But in this moment right now, I am so, so, so happy to be home, to be able to sit down in the car in the front yard and just record. I'm staring at the steering wheel again, and I'm so excited. For some reason, I just feel the most peace and the most happiness when I'm sitting in the car. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to record an episode outside of the car. They did just start mowing the lawn right next to my house, though. So hopefully you guys can't hear that, and if you can, I'm really sorry. Anyways, for today's episode, you guys, I'm going to be taking you through the Notes app of my phone. And I know that that might sound silly, but I put a lot of things in my notes. I put really good quotes that I hear from my friends. I put really sad thoughts in there, and just a lot of stuff that I want to talk about because, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot we could learn from the notes of my phone. There's a lot that I can share and definitely a lot of things that we can talk about. But before I get into that, if you guys haven't listened to the first few episodes, feel free to go do that. Go follow the podcast Instagram, go follow the TikTok, do whatever you want, or don't do any of it. It's okay. I don't care. I'm just happy that you're here. I don't know if anyone else is the same way as me, but the notes of my phone is like my happy place. No, it's not even my happy place. It's really just like another section of my brain, I think, because I can't explain half the stuff that's in there. And obviously, we're not going to go through everything, but I am going to take you through some of it. I just feel that this will be some good things for us to go deeper into. And maybe we can find a way to process why I have these things written down. And how much has changed and how much I've learned from them and if I'm glad I had it written down or if I'm upset. You guys know what I mean. Anyways, I'm going to stop rambling and we're just going to open the notes of my phone right now. I have a bunch of random segments and categories. I literally have a segment called Animals We Saw on our road trip. And there's just a list of animals. I also have like books I want to read, random ideas, random to-do lists. But what I really want to dig deeper into is kind of this section of my notes where I just write down quotes that other people tell me and little journal entries that I've written over the past few years. I have stuff from like 2018 on this app. So I'm going to start with that. I'm going to start with the note that says November 12th, 2018, starting my diary now. So I'm going to read this to you and then I want to dissect it a little bit. So it says, 
No more caring so much about what people think of me. It's time to figure out who I really am and get back into doing what I love. I love helping people and teaching yoga, but I've been stopping myself from doing it because I've cared so much about stupid things like how I look, how I act, and how I dress. I'm so much better than that, and I know it. I'm currently manifesting being as carefree as my awesome yoga teacher. Lexi, it's time to make a change in your life. You got this. Okay. Well, three years later, I can definitely say that I've made that change in my life, but I do know that that did not happen immediately. I know that I went through the motions of feeling that way over and over and over again. I made this note in high school. It's been years since high school, and I still have days where I feel like that, where I constantly am just trying to please society instead of trying to please myself, and I think that that's something we all do too much. I think whether we're people pleasers or not, society has kind of conditioned us that we have to please them and we have to be good enough, yet we never feel good enough because of what society and social media teaches us it's a really weird concept and I know you guys get what I'm saying but honestly this note for me was just a really good reminder that eventually we do grow past this and we do get past this feeling of trying to please society sometimes it takes a really long time but it does come and I think what really made this difference for me is when I realized that I'm the one who's going to be stuck with me for the rest of my life And I have to genuinely enjoy my own presence. If I don't like who I am or what I'm doing, I'm not going to be happy in the long run. It might give me this short-term satisfaction because other people like me. But long-term, it's not sustainable. I think this is actually a perfect leeway to the note that I just came across. And it's literally a list of things that I think I was upset about that day. I couldn't tell you any of the contacts because I really don't remember. It's from 2018. But it simply says, announcement meanies, got taken out of the dance, ROTC clipboard, yoga felt like death, I want pizza. Now, I believe that a lot of those things were upsetting me because they had to do with other people. I would imagine I was upset about the way I was like portrayed on the announcements or something and I was upset that I wasn't going to be the center of attention in the cheer routine. Which made me upset because a lot of people wouldn't see me doing good in the dance. Because I wanted to please people. I didn't want necessarily attention. I just wanted to be... Okay, maybe that's what it was, actually. I don't really know. This is 2018. But moral of the story is that I allowed things to upset me that should not have upset me. I should not have been upset or focused on how people felt about me. I should have been focused on how I truly felt myself. And I can almost promise you that I had written on here, I want pizza because that's what I wanted and I was trying to only eat certain things so that I could look a certain way. And that's such a common thing to go through in high school and honestly throughout our whole lives that we want to look a certain way instead of eat what makes us happy. And one of the coolest things I've learned is that my body is the least interesting thing about me. I have so much more to offer. You have so much more to offer than simply what you look like. You are a miracle. And it's a miracle that you're born and you come from all these amazing genes and this amazing makeup of of ancestors and people. And we should embrace all of that because we are all made to be unique. Obviously, easier said than done, but eat what makes you happy. Do what makes you feel good. It's genuinely so mind-blowing to me, the, the growth that has come from everything I've experienced in my life. I'm just realizing that in these notes, the way that my goals have changed, the way that my mind has changed completely. 
just the format of my writing and the way that I was processing my thoughts is so crazy. When I used to write in here and do these entries about how I was sad, I would just kind of blame the world and then also blame myself and allow myself to just kind of sulk in that sadness versus now when I do find myself writing about something sad, I find it so important to think about why this could be happening and find the good within it. Because even when something terrible happens, I promise you there's a positive. I mean, you guys know I go on and on and on about this, but it's true. Once you change the way that you think, the world becomes better in your eyes. We can choose if we want to focus on the cruel world or if we want to see the beauty in the world. And I know that sometimes that beauty is blocked. I mean, social media can be so toxic. The news can be so negative. But you can find the good. Just start with the little things. Okay, this is another list of little goals that was in my notes from when I was first in college and I was really mentally unstable. It kind of hurts me to look at and it hurts me even more to read out loud. But it says, never get a full sub from Jimmy John's. Always get the little one. Why, girl? Why? If you wanted the big sub, eat the big sub. Stop buying chips at Chipotle. Are you kidding me? Chips at Chipotle are the best thing about Chipotle. I can't believe I tried to stop myself from having that. Just to please people. Why are we like that? Seriously, why do we do that? And honestly, these things are a little bit weird and uncomfortable for me to share with you guys because I constantly preach, you know, eat what you want, do what makes you happy, do things to please yourself. But I haven't always been that way. It has taken me so much time to truly figure myself out and figure out my priorities. And that's just a reminder that it's a journey. I mean, these things are from two years ago and I'm still recovering from a lot of them. So just know that it's going to take time, but you are going to get there. And eventually these little things that drive us crazy won't drive us crazy anymore. And we'll be able to focus on what really is important to us and what really matters to us. I also have on here a list of reasons I'm saving money from January 18th, 2020. I'm going to read this to you. Laser hair removal, Lululemon leggings, platform converse, next car. And then I have a list of how I'm going to save that money. Um, I didn't do that. I still don't do that. One thing I do notice in myself, and it's something that I am seriously working on, you guys know this, is consistency. I'll say that I'm going to do things, and then I literally do it for two days and completely forget about it until like two months later, and then I do it over and over and over again, and it's just this constant cycle of never finding that consistency and that self-discipline. And I don't know if anyone else struggles with that, and that's not something I can really give advice or tips on yet because I'm still deeply struggling with that. I really have a hard time figuring out a routine and a schedule that just simply works for me. But one thing I do know and one thing that has helped me a little bit is learning how to train your brain. I heard this in a podcast, one of the few other podcasts that I've listened to. I honestly don't remember what it's called. I want to say it was called Manifestation Babe. But what I remember gaining from it is that when we constantly say we're going to do something and then don't do it, your brain starts to believe that you're never going to do what you tell it to. So you have to start with things as small as telling yourself, I'm going to take a shower right now and then doing it. Don't start with big things like I'm not going to eat out for the next two weeks because you know that you're not going to do that. 
But if you know that you're about to eat dinner, you can say, I'm about to eat dinner. Every big change that we make starts with a little step. Literally just dip your toes in the water and then eventually you can put your foot in the water and then eventually you're to your knees and then eventually your stomach's in the water and then eventually you finally did it. You finally got to where you needed to be and you fully immersed yourself. But be patient as you do it. When I was little, what I would do if the water was really cold when I was getting in the pool, I would go like halfway in and then I'd come out and then I'd go back in because for some reason the water was warmer the second time I did it. And it's a stupid analogy, but I can kind of see that working for life. Sometimes we have to try things out, fail at them, fall down, trip, and then get back up and do it again. And the second time around, we're more prepared and we're ready to actually take it on. That being said, if you fail the first time, it's okay. Just try it again. And sometimes it's going to be more than two times. Sometimes it's going to be three or four or five, but you're going to get there. I promise. Oh, gosh. You guys, this next one isn't even from that long ago. I mean, kind of. It's, it was a year ago. But it's titled, Reasons I'm Stressed. And I'm going to read this to you. And again, it's another one of those notes that I'm, I, makes me a little bit sad. And I'm a little bit sad to read it to you. But it's something I struggled with and it's something I've grown from. So I think that it's a little, it's a learning lesson for all of us. But here we go. People hate me. I'm not posting enough. I'm scared to post. Honestly, I don't know why those were things, but anyways. Need to make more YouTube videos. Need pics for companies. My room's a mess. I'm so mean to my family. I hate my body so, 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 so much. Bikini line issues. Boyfriend stress. I literally can never stop eating. I'm breaking out. I don't like my hair. My face is gross. I'm insecure. I'm not doing enough to make the world better. The world is messed up. I need to apply for classes. I need to figure out my future and I need to save money. Wow, Lexi, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I promise you that I did not need to be worried about all of those things right then and there. I still don't have my future figured out, and that's okay. There is no need for me to have my future figured out or for any of us to have our future figured out. Most of us listening to this are between the ages of like 13 and 25, I would say. We have so much life ahead of us. We have so much more to learn and to experience and to figure out about ourselves at the age of 20, you don't have to know what your passion is. And I know that that's something that's so drilled in us through literally pre-K, we're asked what we want to be when we grow up. I said I wanted to be an astronaut in pre-K. I have no desire to go to space anymore. I mean, yeah, it would be cool, but I don't want to be an astronaut. And in kindergarten, I wanted to be a teacher. I don't want to do that anymore. At one point, I wanted to be an actress. I, can't, I could never cry on command. Guys, our passions change. You don't need to know where you are right now. You don't need to have any idea what you're doing, but you need to live. And you need to focus on now. You need to enjoy where you are because you are literally never going to be this young again. This is your one life. This is it. So make the best of it. Stop focusing on what needs to be perfect in the next 10 years. Let the years happen. Let things take time. The best things in life are going to take time. So just be patient with yourself, please. Gosh, and the rest of this list, like hating everything about myself. Come on, girl. Come on. I know that social media sucks. And that's probably why I was so insecure is was because I was spending so much time on TikTok and my For You page was full of beautiful, perfect people. And there's literally nothing that makes me more upset 
than thinking about how I used to be so jealous of everything. I wanted everything I I didn't have. And I never once thought to appreciate what I do have. I never once thought to embrace the beautiful qualities that I have. Instead, I would see someone with blonde hair and I would be like, oh my God, I want blonde hair. Why is her hair so pretty? Or I would see someone with perfect skin and be like, why is my skin not perfect? And I would just sit there and dwell on what I didn't have. Instead of focusing on, oh, I have freckles and I love my freckles. Maybe I should pay more attention to that. It all goes back to choosing what you focus on. I promise you, there are so many beautiful things about you. And just like I said before, we come from this unique line of ancestors, people who have given us these traits from hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Why do we want to change that? Why don't we just start embracing that? Another thing that helped me a lot with my jealousy was turning that into inspiration. For example, I think that this all kind of clicked for me in a yoga class one day. I was sitting in there there was someone in there doing way better poses than me. I mean, they were so flexible. They were standing on their hands. And I caught myself. I, I was sitting there so upset that I couldn't do that. And I, I was mad at this person. Like, why? I don't know. I don't know why we do that. But then I realized, why don't I just allow it to inspire me? Why don't I shift my perspective and allow this to inspire me instead of upset me? I'm going to let it motivate me to work harder, to practice yoga more, because I love doing it anyways. Simply shift your focus. Gosh, and the boyfriend stress on this list? <laughs> I've been very single for a very long time now, and it, it is the greatest thing ever. And I was stressed because I don't really know exactly, but I'm sure it was along the lines of, oh, I wasn't doing enough for my boyfriend, or I wasn't making him happy enough, and I felt like I wasn't good enough. Jeez, I must have been going through it. But I know that a lot of us go through things like that, where when we're in a relationship, not even just a relationship, or a friendship, we try to morph ourselves to be good enough for that person, instead of realizing that the right person will love us exactly for who we are. And we won't have to change a single thing about us to feel loved and cared for and valuable. So if you feel like it's time to step away from something that is no longer serving you, that is no longer benefiting you, and if you have to change who you are to make this person happy, then you have to allow that person to leave your life. You need to walk away from it. Because it's only going to hurt you. It's only going to hold you back. You're strong enough to get past this. I promise you. Okay, next note. I found this one from about a year ago. And it's really just a rant that I think I posted on Instagram. But I haven't read it yet. And I'm going to read it to you guys. So let's just see where my head was at a year ago. It's been a long time since I talked about my feelings. Especially on social media. I wanted to just feel a little bit about what's going through my head. We are so lucky to live in this day and age and have incredible opportunities and platforms to share positive memories and connect with each other through the tap of a few buttons. With that, however, comes the opposite. Social media also holds us with so much toxicity and negativity, and even when we run from it, we are so easily sucked in. I've been trapped before, and it almost destroyed me years ago, and I know that I'm not alone in that. So many of us beat ourselves up about not living these perfect lives like we see on the internet, whether it's consciously or not. 
We've become so reliant on validation from others when the reality of it is each of us needs to learn to love ourselves. It is hard to say this without sounding hypocritical, but somehow we need to take a step back from social media and the superficial view of a perfect life. I love this concept and I love to share my highlights throughout my life. But what we need to remember is that behind the screen of my life is so not perfect. I get anxious and lazy and I make mistakes and I waste days and that's normal. We just don't get to show that to one another. Therefore, we begin to believe it doesn't happen because we're so caught up in someone else's social media post rather than realizing they're just human like you. I really want to type out this message just to tell you that you are more than enough. You are so much more than what your feed looks like or what you caption a picture. You are a beautiful person with a beautiful soul. Your future holds so much. If there's one thing I've recently learned, it's that you need to reevaluate often and make sure what you are doing and the decisions that you are making are bringing you genuine joy. Gravitate towards the people that send good in that send good energy. Trust your intuition. Don't stick around where you don't belong. It's not always easy, but it is always worth it. Live your life with a smile on your face. It goes a long way for your mental health and for others. Learn to be kind. Remember that tearing someone down will never build you up. If you made it this far, I hope this opened your eyes a little bit, and I hope you know that you are amazing and you are loved. Thank you for being you. Okay. She knew what was up. In this point in time in my life, I think I was finally understanding this, so I think it's been a long year of growth and really accepting this concept, but I do believe that a year ago is the first time I really processed it. And it was actually interesting because as I was reading it, I was like, oh, this is exactly the same way that I speak. And I don't, I don't really know where I was going with that, but I just think it's kind of cool. But on that note, I'm going to tell you guys some more things that are in my notes. So when I first started my website or my blog, I wanted to have a section and call it a read when section where I would just have little write-ups of things to read when you're stressed, read when you're insecure, read when you're anxious, read when you're having a hard time eating, read when you're sad. And I never really ended up promoting them or using them. They are still on my website, but I kind of want to rewrite them because I do really like this concept and it's just something that I must have gotten sidetracked and just never continued. But now that I know that they're still in my notes, I think that this is something that I could personally use when I need to read it. I'm not going to go through and read them all, but if you do want to read the ones that I did write, they are on my website and I did write them probably a year ago, so I don't really know, I don't really know what they're like. So if you do go read them, let me know. Let me know if there's some some issues in the grammar because I'm sure that there is. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. 
quick intermission. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been but we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be easy and affordable for you it's entirely online just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge like i said so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. visit betterhelp.com moments today and get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com moments anyways this next one i just read it I skimmed over it and I definitely want to share it with you because I think it's something I forgot about for a while and I think it's something that can really help a lot of us. Something I've recently been thinking about is when you're feeling a little bit broken, you begin to confuse the minor issues for major obstacles along your journey. It's almost as if we're constantly looking for more problems rather than solutions. We stop paying attention to what's important to us and start focusing on the opposite. Our emotions begin to control our actions subconsciously. We're meant to grow in unique ways, and sometimes the path may lead you in a different way than you expected, and that's the challenge. That's the journey. Allow yourself to grow with this intended path rather than trying to force yourself along a trail you don't belong on. Feel yourself rolling with these emotions, but don't let them control your every thought. You are more powerful than that. Believe that this is making you stronger one day at a time. And I love that. I love that. I don't even think I need to go more into detail on it, but it's something that I really wanted to share and I'm glad that I just did. Another thing I love to do in my notes is when I'm reading a book, even if it's just a fiction book, I like to write down quotes I like. I'm not going to read them all to you because there's no context and it probably won't make sense, but if you're looking for more things to write in your notes, I definitely recommend writing down quotes you like from books. Wow. I've come across another list of goals. And this one is just so unnecessary and extensive. The minor details I have on this goals list was just so unrealistic for me and where I was at mentally. And I I can notice that now. But I know for a fact that when I wrote this, I thought that I could accomplish all of these things. But this is when I was extremely depressed and anxious while I was in Hawaii. And I know now that back then I could not handle this. And writing things down in this much detail definitely did not help me get through what I was going through mentally. So a tip I'm taking away from this is that if you are in a bad place right now and you're working on growing and healing yourself and you want to write down your goals, write down things that are achievable. Be realistic to start out. Be kind to yourself. Your goal doesn't have to be drink a gallon of water every day. Start with drinking a cup of water every day. Eventually, you'll be able to drink that gallon, but you just have to start. Start small. Gain your momentum and keep pushing. You got it. I promise. This next one, honestly, I'm going to get into some of the better notes soon, but I am going to talk about this one last sad note, 
And I don't know the context of this one, but this one's got emojis. And it's me being really mean to myself. And I'm sure that in the moment, this kind of helped me get past that. But looking at it now, why? Why did I have to do that? Let me read this to you. Takes hundreds of pictures and hates them all. Never allowing myself to fall for someone because I'm never going to be good enough. Always on my phone, but I'm too anxious to answer people. I think about hate comments for days. I hate my body and I don't take care of it and I wonder why I'm self-conscious. Wow. Wow. As much as it hurts me to read these things and think about the way I used to treat myself, it's also kind of nice to see how much I've grown. So if you are someone that writes in your notes and you felt yourself grow these past few months or these past few years, go read your old notes. It's a really, really interesting feeling that I can't exactly grasp. But if you haven't done that, my advice for you is to not write down things you hate about yourself. Don't do that. Write the opposite. Because you don't, you don't, need, you don't need to sulk in that. None of us do. I also have in my notes a bunch of random rants. Just like those couple that I read, I, I think that every one that I've posted on Instagram, I save the caption in my notes just because why not? And I'm just going to pick one of them to read to you. No one can see what you're doing behind the scenes. No one knows what you're going through. Just you. So stop listening to people who don't even know the half of it. I promise you're crushing it. You know all the things that you've already made it through. We all need to stop allowing others to have so much power over us. When it feels like no one's on your team, take control and be your own best friend. You know your worth better than anyone. And that all goes back to believing in yourself and loving yourself and doing things for you and not for others. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about any more of the rants I have written down. I also have in my notes a list of places that I want to go, and I totally recommend doing that because whenever I see somewhere cool on Instagram or a cool TikTok, I add it to my list just because a lot of us do have squirrel brains and a lot of us see TikToks and we're like, oh, I should do that or I want to do that or I want to go there and then we'll just kind of like it and scroll past it or even put it in our favorites and never look at it again. But I recommend having one of these lists so that you always have it and you won't forget about it. And you can make it a goal eventually to actually go there. This next one is very interesting. I only have three things written, but it's titled, Comments I'll Never Forget. The first one makes me laugh a lot. It's also kind of scarring because in elementary school is when this happened. And I posted a TikTok about it and so many people were like, that didn't happen. No one said that to you. Guys, I swear it did. I'll even give you the backstory. It wasn't even elementary school. I think it was middle school. And... Do you know how on Instagram people used to do, like, make those pages and they would do TBHs and to be rudes? I don't know if you guys remember that. I don't know if you did it or if my school was just whack. But anyways, they posted a to be rude for me. And the caption of it was, it looks like you went diarrhea and it splashed all over your face. What in the immature middle school is that? But it's still a comment I'll never forget. (laughs) Thank gosh I've learned to love my freckles. I spent way too long being insecure about them. And the next one, the next one makes me really happy. And a really good friend of mine said it to me, actually. And it's, it's so unique how perfectly your hair, eyes, and freckles all match. That one just stuck with me and it's going to stick with me for a long time. And the person who said that to me is actually one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And I know that he has not even listened to the first podcast, so that's awesome. But I still think it's funny and I love it. And the last one I have on here is you're going to be such a good mom one day. It's one of my favorite compliments. 
Oh, wait, there's there's one more. And it is your energy is like sunshine. So I think it's really important that I write these things down and I write those comments down and compliments because I don't know. I just think it's fun to have these things in your notes to go back and look at and be like, you know what? I do deserve to love myself kind of thing. And it's not being cocky to have those things written down. It's, it's being confident and learning to love yourself and allowing yourself to accept compliments. So often we just don't accept compliments. People tell me I'm pretty and I'm like, ew, no, gross, no, ugly. And why? Why do we do that? That's not going to make me love myself anymore. That's not going to make me any less insecure. So there's no point. And I really think it's as simple as that. Because you are beautiful. And you're one of a kind. And you deserve to love yourself. Seriously. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere but just listening to the podcast makeup isn't my strongest suit but i do love to play around with it and thrive makes it so simple and another thing that amazes me about thrive is that for every product purchased thrive cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive which is so beautiful and they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner which is so cool you can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to and then go jump in the pool but my most favorite other than their mascara which is my top tier thrive cosmetics product it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara it's tubing it is i wear it in the water it doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda it is incredible but they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter you can use it in your inner corner i have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best so refresh your everyday look with thrive cosmetics luxury beauty that gives back right now you can get an exclusive 10 percent off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments that's thrive cosmetics c-a-u S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. Okay. I could go on and on about that, but I also have a list on here of my pet peeves. I'm not going to read my pet peeves. I just have them written down. I also started a list of the craziest days of my life, and I only have one day written down. So, nice. That's another thing with my notes. I, I'll start these lists and then never finish them, but it is what it is. Ooh. This next one is one of my favorite sections of my notes. It's called Fun Facts I Learned. That's what it's titled. And I write down the most random things that I've learned, like cows have four stomachs. It's called the Grand Tetons, not the Grand Tetons. A group of bears is called a sloth. The red moon comes from the wildfires. I also have, in Spanish, Teton means big boobs. I also think that's French. It's actually one or the other. I'm not sure which it is. And for the same reason I write everything else down, I write the fun facts down so that I don't forget them. And I definitely recommend doing that. This next one is something I'm super passionate about and I've briefly touched on it in like my Instagram stories and hinted at it, but I'm going to share it with you guys now. One of these days I want to film a documentary, like a real deal documentary, and I want to film it over the course of a year or two. And I have all these ideas. It's basically a book of bullet points on things I want to include in it. But the main goal of it is that I want people to finish watching this documentary 
and have all the motivation in the world to go live their best life for themselves and at the same time to teach people about the world and kind of open their minds because I've talked about this a lot too but we're we're often so stuck in the bubble that we're born into like the community that we're born into and we don't really realize what else is out there until someone shows it to us or until we've experienced it and seen it so I want to just kind of interview people around the world and have them talk about their traditions, their values, their morals, how they grew up, just so that we can appreciate how different we all are, yet we're all still one. I just think it's so fascinating, and I could go on and on about the documentary, but I'm not going to do that, but I do know that it's going to happen one of these days, probably in a few years, but I'm being patient, I'm trusting it, and Eventually, eventually I'll be able to film this. And I truly think it's going to be incredible. Next up, I have a list of random affirmations, just I am statements. And I know that this might be a little bit cheesy, but I'm going to make you do it anyways. I'm going to say the affirmation and I want you to repeat it after me. If you're in the gym or something and you can't say it out loud, just think it in your mind. But if you're in your car and you're driving... I really want you to say these things. Words have so much more power when we actually speak them rather than just think them because we're constantly thinking things, but we're not constantly saying these things. So repeat after me. We're going to have a little affirmations moment. And these are pretty simple. They're nothing crazy. I am strong and I am capable. I am important. I am a light. Today is a fresh start. I am free of worry and regret. I am proud of myself. I deserve good in my life. Now, I know that might have felt a little bit stupid and it might have felt a little bit cheesy, but if you did it, I'm really, really glad that you did it. And if you didn't, skip back just a few seconds and do it. Even if you don't believe it quite yet, You have to start saying it. And before you know it, you will believe what you're saying. And you will be proud of yourself. You will realize that you're a light in this world. And you will let go of your worries. Trust me, guys, I will be honest. I used to think that affirmations were the stupidest thing ever. Not really the stupidest thing ever, but I didn't believe in them. And I didn't believe that they would make a difference in my life. I thought to myself... Oh, saying something out loud isn't just going to make it come true. Until it did. Until it did. It's not something I can explain. I can tell you over and over to do it, but you're not going to understand how much it can really affect you until you actually do it and experience it. All I can do is lead you in that direction. So please, just say the affirmations. Another thing I do that I want to share is in the bathroom, I have a mirror. Obviously, most of us have a mirror in the bathroom. I take an expo marker and I write down an affirmation and I leave it there for like a week or two and I'll say it every morning. So for a while I had it as I don't chase, I attract, what is meant for me will find me and holy cow, lots of things happened in my life. But I'm just sharing that because you can change it as the week goes on, as you have new focuses or new things that you're working on. So it's just an idea. If you want to do it, do it. And it's cool when it's on your mirror because when you're brushing your teeth, you simply can't forget to look at it and say it. It's right in front of your face. 
also in my notes I keep a bunch of random ideas that I have as far as random merch goes or just things that I want to sell or I want to create or I want to do and I love to do that for the same reason I do everything else so that I don't forget it but I think it's cool if you guys write down not even necessarily your goals just your ideas just write them down like if you think of something at 3 a.m. and you're like oh that could be a million dollar idea write it down because I promise if you go to bed right after you have that thought and tell yourself you're going to remember it when you wake up I promise you're not going to remember it Unless you're a magical creature with superpowers, which is possible, but I am not that. <laughs> I find it so funny. I'm finding now in my notes that whenever I have to draft up a long text to send someone, whether it's to like a boy or a friend or like I'm in an argument with someone, I always do it in my notes first so it doesn't look like I'm typing for a million years. I'm not sure if anyone else does that. I'm going to sound really weird if no one else does, but I think that sounds like a normal thing, right? Anyways, moving on. I have two more things, two more sections of my notes that I want to talk about. This next one is things that my therapist has told me, and I love this one. I normally take these notes on my iPad because taking notes in therapy is my favorite thing ever. It feels like my favorite high school class all over again, but my favorite thing that my therapist has ever told me, and I think I've briefly touched on this in every single podcast that I've done, But your thoughts become your feelings, which become your behavior. So it all starts in what you think about. If you think positive, you're going to feel happy and you're going to live a more motivated, happy life. Vice versa. If you think negative, you're going to feel sad. You're going to feel anxious. And that's going to carry over to your behavior. And I'm not going to touch on it anymore because I do it every time. You guys are probably sick of hearing it, but it's a good reminder. Now, now, moving into my ultimate favorite section of my notes. It doesn't have a title, but it is so many random things that people have told me that I've read, that I have heard, that I've just written down. And this is the one section of my notes that I constantly remember to go back to when I'm making a vision board, when I'm stressed. I just read through this. And I want to read through all of them with you and just kind of talk about them a little bit more. Some of them, there's not much more detail to go into, but let's just go anyways. And you'll notice that a lot of the things that I'm about to read to you, you guys have heard me talk about. And that's because I'm constantly reading this and I'm constantly being reminded of these things. First one is, baby, I hope your life is bright and beautiful. No need to go into any more detail on that one. Make sure you really feel alive. Also, if you guys are writing things down or you have your notes open, write down your favorites of this. It's hard to grow in an environment that you've outgrown. And a really good friend of mine actually posted a TikTok about this, which is where it came from for me originally. But it's super powerful. And a lot of times you can't change your whole environment, but you can change little things in that. Like the people you surround yourself, which leads into the next one, actually. The five people you surround yourself with is who you're going to become. So take that one with a grain of salt. Take this with a grain of salt. Don't surround yourself with crappy people simple as that. You are in control of everything that happens to you in this lifetime. And now this one isn't 100% true. There are things that are going to happen to us in life that are out of our control. But what is in our control is the way that we react. So react accordingly. Don't get stuck in what sucks. Pull yourself out and find the lesson. The energy that I release into this world, the world will reciprocate. 
And I'm a huge believer of full circle. Everything is energy. What you put out is what's going to come back to you. And I just think it's powerful. And I think it's something that needs to be shared and needs to be realized by more of us. No matter what you believe in, everything is energy. So just notice that. Be aware of it. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Read more. It's not about what you come from or where you are. Your strongest desires and your subconscious dreams can ultimately become your reality. Stop comparing your life to others. And also take this one with a grain of salt, but if you want something in your life and you're constantly focusing on what you don't have to get there and what someone else has that's like an advantage to you, it's not going to help you get there. It's only going to hold you back. Okay, next. Be with someone who teaches you something every day. Grow with each other. That's a personal favorite. Tomorrow isn't promised. You never know what someone else is going through. Call your grandparents more often. A mistake that happens more than once is a decision. You can't be who you used to be and who you're going to be at the same time. And wow, do I love that one. I've been saying that one and thinking that one for a really, really long time because sometimes it's really hard for us to let go of the person that we used to be and in order to become that new version of yourself, that bettered version of yourself, you have to let go of who you used to be. Okay, next. You're going to meet less than 1% of people in the world. I just find that to be one of the most mind-blowing facts ever. And it inspires me to make friends with everyone and meet as many people as I can. Changing small habits changes your whole life. Stop thinking about what you're missing out on and look at what's right in front of you. When you discover your self-worth, you lose interest in anyone else who doesn't see it. Damn, I love that one. The most beautiful thing we can do is learn how to let go of grudges, the past, and poisonous people. Don't expect what you don't clearly communicate. I also talk about that one a lot. Because it's one that I have a really hard time grasping because I like to believe that people can read my mind and understand what I'm going through. And the reality of it is that they can't. Life's too short to be mean to yourself. Optimism may not change the situation, but it does change how you feel. And that's all I have on there right now. But I honestly add to that one all the time. And there's just a lot of reminders in there that I wanted to remind you. I could honestly go for so long talking about the things in my notes because there's so many random things in there. But I think that that's where I'm going to leave it for now. I think I've shared a lot and enough for us to talk about in just one sitting. But I'm really glad that I did that because I really think that I learned a lot from that. Reminded me about a lot of things that I had forgotten about. And I think that in life, sometimes that's all we need is just constant reminders. So I do hope that this helped you with where you're at or whatever you're feeling. And I hope you know. I know you guys, I say it all the time. But this is your path. This is your journey. You're where you're supposed to be. And you should be excited, even if it sucks. Be happy with where you're at because it's leading you to something great and to something better. The grass is greener on the other side. I promise. I hope you guys know how much I love you and how much you mean to me. I have so much fun sitting in the car and recording this podcast, and I wish that I could do it every single day. But I can't. So on that note, I will talk to you guys next Monday. 
I love you, and I hope that you're smiling. Also, this one's really random, but if you guys want to DM me things that you want me to talk about on the podcast or if you have, like, any ideas, feel free to tell them to me, and I would love to do an episode on them. Okay, that's all I got. I literally love you guys so much, and I hope that you have the best day ever. Okay, goodbye.